Hello, Towelites, and welcome to part two of our Pursuit of Plastic coverage of Toy Fair 2018. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we went through a ton of news in the previous podcast, but there's a lot more to cover today. So um, this is, like I said, listen to our previous one. If you haven't already, uh, we cover some of the... uh, McFarlane and um, DC collectibles and stuff like that. And um, before we even get to the rest that we're going to get to for part two, we do have to uh, issue an amendum. Um, We had said that diamond select toys our good friends over there um, did not have any Marvel selects on display. And we were a little worried about that. We were also a little worried that they might've lost the star Trek license And lo and behold, they were not allowed to get pictured, but they finally did release them um, since the last episode. So there is a Black Panther Marvel Select, as well as a Beast Marvel Select. And there's also a new Enterprise. Don't ask me what class it is. I'm not that big of a nerd um, to tell you which (laughs) one it is. No, because somebody will correct you anyhow. That's the bigger thing. I'm sorry. Like, I love Star Trek, but I'll fuck it up. And that's, that's the bigger thing, as Chris said. That's right. That's right. See, this is what happens when we're not there. We we miss these these things. We have to we have to go back and and fix things. <laughs> so we need to be there. Is the bottom line, Casey? That's- the point is yes, and we do love Diamond Select dearly. And it was more of a, a scary, heartbreaking thought to see if they didn't have any Marvel Selects. But now knowing that they do. Uh, All is right in the world, and um, we can continue this podcast today um, with good standing. So let's get right into it. Um, I'm going to have Chris lead this. We're going to go into Hasbro. Hasbro, you know, one of the biggest of all time, actually, for toy makers, especially since they're buying up properties like Star Trek or Star Star Wars, Marvel Legends, etc. I'm going to stop talking. Chris, you go ahead. (laughs) Yes, uh, why don't you have another sip of coffee? Yeah, uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Hasbro has had the Star Wars line for a long time now. Uh, we've been talking about it to no end since uh, we started these podcasts. Um, my, myself being a, uh, a collector of Star Wars action figures and and other collectibles having to do with Star Wars. But this year, uh, la- uh, I'm sorry, last year, the fandom was excited because there was an announcement of the return of the vintage collection. Now, uh, this is the 3.75, uh, 118th scale, you know, action figure line that, that, that Star Wars made famous, uh, back in the day with Kenner. So, I mean, this is only, uh, an, this is an homage basically to that with the classic looking packaging, the clamshells that have the, the old card backs, uh, but you know, are introducing great, you know, great figures at that scale with good articulation and sometimes good sculpting. Uh, so it's exciting to see this come back because my worry with kind of where Star Wars action figures were going, which are these like kind of crappy five point uh, points of articulation, five poa, whatever you want to call it, that were just for the mass market. Uh, you were getting some releases as like the Black Series, the Walmart exclusive one that was trying to give you more of a collector's grade figure uh, when it came to this. Yeah, trying. Uh, but as you will see with a lot of the ones that are announced, 
some of them are um, are re-releases of these of these figures, but some are new as well, um, including um, including the fan vote for what's her name there from the Darth Vader comic. Doctor um, Afra, Doctor Afra, fan Dr. favorite Ollie comic, of course. And now, yes, and she has made her way to plastic form. So you'll be seeing that Doctor Afra figure uh, hitting hitting shelves this year, uh, along with a few others. Uh, I saw a great looking mini version of the the um, um, uh, Snoke from the the big one has like the 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 robe. It, it again soft goods on the small one as well. So that's the nice thing about this. It's a lot of soft goods plus plus the regular plastic giving you you know more for your money, I would say. And of course there's vehicles involved in this and we'll be getting the tank from Rogue One uh from the from the street scene there in Jeddah. Which is cool. Uh so it's great to see this. Uh I know I don't know if you have anything to say on the on the subject of this of the yeah the star trek line like um the star wars star wars line jeez what's going on with that star trek what's going on with this star trek line actually um <laughs> the star yes. trek vintage collection <laughs> the here's the thing the fucking uh snoke looks great um we saw those han solo figures which look pretty cool especially that lando um, it looks like they're getting a lot better with the face sculpts. The Leia from uh, Hoth, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it looks that good. I think, again, they don't even know what the fuck Leia looks like. Like, Carrie Fisher, like, please. I haven't gotten to the six-inch ones yet. Okay, well, sorry. Three-inch line, I, I like the Snoke. And okay. that I'm excited about. Awesome. We can talk about the Black Series if you want to now. Yeah. But... Uh, Let's. I'm going to mention the one thing that is also part of the vintage collection uh, scale. Uh, they're going to be doing a little crowdfunding. It's already started. They've got a, at least a thousand, uh, a thousand people on board for it out of five thousand that they need. Uh, they're going to be doing the Jabba's sail barge at a four foot vehicle um, in the scale. Out of control. And out of control. It's going to be the largest uh, Star Wars collectible yet at, uh, for that scale, and it's going to be pretty cool for those of you who want to shell out the money for it. I think it's about five hundred dollars. Bucks, small uh, price. To pay. Small price to pay for you know. I mean that Millennium Falcon by Lego, which actually just went on sale again on Amazon. If you can snatch it up today, is about eight hundred. So yeah, fuck it. Yeah, well, that's amazing too. I mean that's smaller. It's got to be so. You got the cash. You wanted this. Go over to HasLab, and HasLab will be uh, crowdfunding this with your money. So, cool. I'm not getting it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, on the Black Series, uh, the very popular six-inch uh, collector series, getting better by the day as we uh, as we hope for some figures, which you know, and I think the big thing is with me is what figures will we not see from Bandai? Uh, what figures are worth it to get in this, you know, from this collection being at the price point it is. And with Hasbro kind of upping the ante with the facial 
I guess uh, the the facial photography, whatever that technology is uh, for some figures, like you just mentioned the hot Leia, that I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, but you see it more with the the latest ray that just came out. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm not sure what else they're doing it with. Maybe the Gamorrean Guard. Uh, no, just joking. Uh, but uh, finally, rounding out the Bounty Hunter collection uh, is Zuckus, uh, who will be a Toys, Toys, Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be a fun one to hunt down. Uh, the Gamorrean Guard. So this is very uh, similar to the one that they actually released in the Vintage Collection. Not too, uh, you know. Um, Five or five or so years ago, yeah. Uh, with uh, with the cool, whatever his whatever his little, <laughs> I don't know what that is, puffy skirt thing, puffy pants. Uh, it's it's close enough. Yeah, it's all the bristles and everything from that. I think that's a cool effect, really cool soft goods. Uh, and this is a figure that will be hard to find because people will be buying multiples of it. Uh, whenever you get these kind of army building ones, they're they're harder to find. They and sometimes they just you got to hit them at the right point. Um, uh, also, coming from the Last Jedi, I I did I did say something about this Holdo not too long ago, and here it is. Uh, so we'll be getting this Emerald Holdo figure. Uh, not that we need it, but what do you mean? Just joking. Hero, hero of the rebellion, Casey. I mean. Um, Ellie Sattler. That's right. She, she's fine. She's fine. But this is not a Last Jedi podcast. It's fine. It's Just fine. saying we don't need the toy. And yeah. then uh, rounding out the, the Black Series announcements that we care about, uh, Rex is just hitting the market now. Just uh, I can't wait. I, yep, I can't find it anywhere yet. I'm still looking. But they're going to be doing Clone Commander Wolf as well. And... That's awesome because he is the other clone who has different looking armor. That uh, <laughs> it's a it's a it's marketing genius clones. Uh, if you want action figures, <laughs> so that's that's all I got on Star Wars, Casey. What do you think? That's they I'm continue to stay alive with that line. Yeah, I want one of those Gamorrean guards. I'm excited for that. Um... You didn't mention the weird stormtrooper with a cape, right? Oh yeah, that's part of the vintage collection. Is it? It's a yeah, it's an and imperial range like snow boot stormtrooper. That's is that just yeah, a Han okay. Solo collection? Yeah, that's the Han Solo Black series. Uh, so there are t- there are two lines from that, but I wasn't talking about that. I didn't really care as much. That trooper is cool looking. Sorry, I, I thought that trooper was cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's just I kind of easily forgot about that solo stuff. <laughs> Don't you sleep on solo until we have a reason to sleep on solo. Uh, I, I saw the trailer with Black Panther. I was still not impressed. <laughs> Even on the, did you see it in IMAX? Oh no, I saw on big. I just saw it. Okay. Stream. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Whatever. All right, so continuing on with the magic of Hasbro, um, their Marvel Legends line. You know, you can listen to our old podcast about Marvel Legends. We go actually into the history of Marvel Legends, really, and um, and how Hasbro stole it from from Toy Biz. Um, and since then, it's had a questionable 
Rocky history, I think probably the last two years, literally 2017 going into 2018 is where things have started to get um, a lot better, in my opinion, starting with that rogue that we have been waiting for for so long. Um, So, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, what they had to offer. Did you happen to see anything from Marvel Legends? For what they're coming out with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I was following the whole time. Okay. Uh, just, I... Well, let me get I, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get into it. I, I saw all this stuff. I've been checking out uh, their increased quality uh, with what they've been doing. And also, I mean, the other day, the other podcast, we did mention how they're just basically flooding the market with these figures. But at the same time, it's not like the quality suffering. I just, I feel like they're doing a bang up job with, with a lot of the looks on them. The female figures look beautiful. Um, and it's just, they, 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 they're really just hitting fan favorites at this point. Um, and, and now rehashing a ton of figures from when the, when Toy Biz had the, um, when, a lot of the old Toy Biz figures. I'll, I'll yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Leave it at that. Yeah. So, um, they're releasing, uh, I guess 10, 10 year, 10, you know, two packs, Marvel, the MCU 10 year, two packs specifically, um, and single packs that focus on the last 10 years over the MCU. Um, we're also getting uh Walgreens exclusive, uh, Fang figure and silver surfer. I just want to say something about this. Um, so Walgreens has had for somehow the, the, rights to these exclusive Fantastic Four figures. Uh, the first one that came through was the Invisible Woman, which was an amazing figure. I have that. Um, and and like that was the last one I added to my Toy Biz collection because I, I didn't really like any of those, so I finally got this one. And then they start releasing the rest of them. So I, there's a Johnny Storm and a Mr. Fantastic right now in stores. And, and now I think to round them out, plus, plus a Silver Surfer. So. Uh, all these are great looking. I mean, it just <clears throat> we're 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 gonna definitely see a return of Fantastic Four. Uh, well, heavy heavy into into pop culture again. I don't know if I'm gonna say heavy, and the only reason I say that is because Marvel did make. So we're recording this on the 20th. Marvel didn't announce a lot of new um, comics today, and one of them being a new Avengers, and they're doing a new. It's called like fresh ideas or or fresh start marvel fresh start and they have a poster with a lot of the new characters and the only one from the fantastic four is the thing Mm -hmm. so i don't know i can't say that the other ones are going to show up and in the last marvel reboot it was just thing in human torch so the whole uh sides of things is i don't know you know what i mean We'll see. Um, but exciting to get those two Walgreens exclusives. Um, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp figures. Um, there's a real snarky-looking Paul Rudd Ant-Man. And I this it looks phenomenal. It really does look like Paul Rudd. This is the first time in a long time where the face of the actor actually really looks like that actor because they've done it on the Dr. Strange and 
uh, even like Black Panther and stuff like that. And really, they don't look that good. They've been getting better with their comic book representations <clears throat> of the characters, but the actual faces, I mean, show me a Han Solo that looks good in the past five years from Hasbro. They don't, especially Alea. It looks like fucking complete garbage. So, um, anywho, that is all to say that they really stepped up their game um, with this this Ant-Man and the Wasp line. I, I was actually really kind of taken aback at just how good it looked. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they also released a Deadpool in Venom line um, to coincide with those movie releases. Um, you know, all these things have been previously announced. We just actually got to see the figures. Um, we have a new Elektra coming out. Do you know if this is based off the comic or is it based off the Netflix? Yeah, I, I just threw this in here because I noticed um, that she is part of one of the lines that's coming out. It is a comic accurate one. Um, okay. It's a, I mean, it's like I said, they're going back and they're remaking all these figures that Toy Biz did and they're just bringing them into the new era. And that's what the next one, I mean, with these X-Men figures too. I mean, we're seeing a new Apocalypse, uh, Mega Red, Tons of really, tons of really cool figures coming out uh, on that side of things. After such a hiatus of of getting these figures because of the whatever reason they wanted to push the Inhumans for so long, and but the X Men are back, baby. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then new X Men. So yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, they also announced. A video game line, 3.7 inch scale figures, um, not super articulated, but they showed off um, like Spider-Man based off of the new Spider-Man game, as well as his arch nemesis in that, like Mr. Negative or whatever the fuck his name is. But um, yeah, that was, that was interesting that we just, there's like a Black Widow in there as well. Um, Ryu. What? This is a Ryu from yeah from Capcom. Yeah, I don't get this line, but I do. I mean, they're they're going up against. There's a company that we're going to talk about as well coming out with a four inch Injustice line. Um, DC Collectibles tried that for a while, uh, and then somebody else took over that that license. So it's it never really worked. So I don't know why. That's why I don't understand it, because with the exception of the Black Series and some Star Wars stuff, like I, I hate that scale, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've I, been doing... I, yeah. They've been doing Marvel Legends at that at that scale for a couple of years now, but it's like, they're not great figures. No. So, I mean, not. it's... Um, this, they've always kind of, I guess, treaded water when it came to... I've, They've they've tried to keep the four inch line alive. I mean, it was they had them. They do. You're right. They've had it for a very long time. Um, The Secret War figures back when we were kids. You know what I mean? Uh, But at the same time, I just feel like they introduce it, it goes away, then it comes back as something new. Um, It's just going by the wayside. uh, With with as we get more and more collector collector friendly lines out there. I, if you're not perfecting this size, then you're not you're not going to make any money on it. So that's kind of my uh, 
I agree. That's 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 it. That's why I just think they're going to fade away. I think also why Star Wars is having an issue with it too. So that's it. So. All right. Why don't you lead us into the next one? All right. So Mattel, uh, one of my least favorite companies in the world. Uh, you know what? I you know what kind of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant again a little bit because it frustrates me that this this multiverse line is still alive. Uh, they cancel. They go and cancel DC Universe Classics. Uh, saying that that the six inch figure line isn't doing them any good. They had that club. They got rid of that. Left a lot of you know collectors in the you know without teams. You know even you know finalizing that or yeah. getting the one figure you really wanted from that line because it was a bizarre you know C lister and they were almost there you know. But um, then all of a sudden this multiverse series comes out and. Uh, you know, Four Horsemen have only done a couple figures for this, so I mean, a lot of these ones are just like I don't, I don't care. They're not really good quality figures. Um, these figures suck. Uh, they're horrible. Um, I I can't even think of one that stands out in my mind as as one that I would be like, hey, I gotta go get this. Uh, Arkham Knight. You know what I mean? Like, there's you know, there's some cool. The well, ideas behind them are cool, but again, give me the six inch. I don't need this fucking right. little ass piece of shit toy. So now For it's ten dollars. Sorry, no, it's not. It's twenty dollars. I mean, these oh. these are these are the Marvel Legend Star Wars Black of you know of of Mattel. So what's weird though this time of this this newly announced line, uh, each figure is is. Retailer exclusive, so this is kind of weird to me. I don't know if this means the the series is failing. I hope it is. Um, so Toys R Us is getting two of the newer Teen Titan versions of uh, Kid Flash and Beast Boy, um, and then Walgreens is going to be getting a Bizarro, who is kind of in the Clark Kent getup. Uh, Walmart will be getting Spoiler uh, and Harley Quinn. And then GameStop is getting Injustice, Batman, and Superman. So, again, uh, this is another theme that we spoke of, uh, being the Injustice figures. Here, again, uh, Mattel is dipping their toes into this one. My thing with these these figures, and we talked about it in the last episode, it's like the Injustice games came out in, what, September? It, It did... Why Why don't they release the figures when the fucking game comes out? And the know. comic is out. Like, do we care at this point? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's not a popular game, but it's not like Street Fighter where the characters live on forever. You know what I mean? I just, like, when there's I, so many different versions of these <laughs> characters, like, why, like, it seems advantageous to release these things when the games come out, personally. Two things. Uh, so the final DLC is is being released around this time, so yeah. it's still relevant for those who play it. Uh, also, if anybody like if anybody's really going to go and buy these figures, and this is why I'm thinking they went with a retailer exclusive because they can make less of them and get away with that, is the fact that who the fuck wants these figures except for the hardcore gamers? And even if even if they wanted them. There's plenty of other options on our list. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I saw these figures. They look like, 
they look like garbage. So, yeah, like, you know, they just, they're Carrie Kelly, they're, you know, all their Dark Knight Returns figures. It's like, yeah, we finally got a, a, a son of Gotham, but it's shitty. <laughs> Like, eventually, I know a real son of Gotham will come out. <laughs> yeah. It's sad when you have to pass on it. Even like when the figure is like five bucks, like that Carrie Kelly, I was like, I'm still not paying this money for it. Sorry. No, I, I have that older line of yeah. uh, Dark Knight Returns figures, which I prefer. So there you go. There you go. Uh, then rounding out Mattel, uh, you know, Barbie is super popular. Uh, it was one of the first episodes of the toys that made us you know so that is the top one of the top lines ever uh defining defining what you know toys in general are uh so this time around we're getting uh laura croft barbie to coincide with the new tomb raider movie so i mean we get this a lot you know uh every time there's a good there's a movie it's it's the barbie version hits hits the market so if it's a female driven movie like yep. Hunger Games and yep. Star Wars and Wonder Woman. So, yeah, it yep. doesn't make sense. Absolutely. Um, so, moving on. Playmates released um, pictures of their new TMNT. Uh, well, Nickelodeon released pictures of their new cartoon. The nerds of the world shit all over it. And then Playmates released uh, the first pictures of the toys. The world has also shit on those. I will say that even though the images of the cartoon did not really bother me, the toys aren't that good looking. Um, again, you know, why did you have to change out their weapons? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I will hold judgment on this cartoon until I actually watch it in action, but the toys didn't do anything for me. And Playmates, I don't even know if they make anything other than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. Maybe they make like, I don't know, Yu-Gi-Oh or something. I have a few things to say about this. Okay, uh, you go ahead. A, I absolutely agree with you about these new figures. Um, garbage. Um, I don't care. If I, if even if I did care, I still wouldn't care. Uh, moving on from that, because I'm not really excited about that new series at all. I don't care. I really think that Playmates would benefit by creating an adult-friendly collector line and doing like what they they did not too long ago. Uh, I think they're I think they were called classics, where they're they did amazing the Brothers Four and the Bebop and Rocksteady, and those were remakes of the originals, but done in you know modern modern look, you know, and they were amazing. So. I don't I don't understand why they don't try to profit from something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a really good line for the 90s cartoon and then they did a really good line for the 80s movie. Um or 90s movie. Um the movie realistic versions. And they also did a really good line for the Kevin Laird, you know, Kevin Eastman Peter Laird version. So Yeah, I have they, those. They're not they know how to make toys and obviously turtles, they know how to make but it. And, and those old, the old cartoon, 
I have all those toys. I love those toys. They have amazing articulation. They stand up on their own. They have a variety of weapons. They're really, really fun toys. I really like them. But this, I don't know. Like, it's, again, you know, this cartoon could be fucking amazing. It could be really great. And maybe I'll shut my mouth and I'll want the toys. But they just don't look to be as fun as the last line and comic accurate and uh you know, and I get it. They're not supposed to be. They're stepping away from it. But to your point, doing a, a more of an adult type of collecting, like a Black Series type of Turtles line, I think would do them good. Because they only really do the four and then maybe Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang, Shredder. But, like, you know, there's other people. I'd like to see a Baxter Stockman. You know what I mean? Like, I'd like to see some of the other characters that, you know, the the – the brother, the toads, you know what I mean? They could do some other things and it would be fun. But because, you know, when it comes down to it, there's other companies that are making Turtles toys much better, but Playmates should really be setting the bar. Like those ones from Figuarts of the 90s ones were amazing. And then, you know, we're going to talk about some of the statues and stuff. So anywho, we'll find out what happens. Um, Am I taking this next one? Are you taking this one? Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Lego, uh, Hulk Buster Ultimate Edition. Um, you know they released the Hulk Buster for uh, Age of Ultron. It was a very cool figure. It wasn't that expensive though. It was um, it was very reasonably priced. So not to outdo themselves, but you know with Infinity War coming out and a bigger, badder Hulk Buster, let's make a bigger, badder Lego of it. Um, I'm sure this one will be over a hundred dollars. It looks pretty pretty badass um so that's pretty cool um we have the black panther uh line of figures coming out um you know always it's it's a marvel movie it's a new lego line same thing with star wars so those you know those are available out in in these shops now um we have a hogwarts which is just out of control. This Hogwarts looks like so good and I really want it. And I know it's probably going to be, it's probably like a thousand dollars. I don't even know. Did you see this thing? <laughs> I did. I, you know, I don't think it'll be that much, but, um, it's the ultimate set. Yes. The, I mean, looking at like Ghostbusters headquarter type, you know, that kind of shit. So, um, very cool. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at probably upwards of two to three hundred dollars on that one. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. To be, honest, to be the... honest with you, I mean, it's that's it's a lot of money for just a house. Um, how much was the um three three ninety nine two ninety nine three ninety nine on that? For and the that ghost, was for the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's solid. That's a thick manny piece set. This what I find with Lego is that um, their scale versus the figure, of course, is very off. But uh, when you look at that Ghostbusters one, they give you a great one. Uh, I felt like that with the Arkham one too. But some some buildings, and maybe I'll eat my words on this Hogwarts one, but um, are very shell like. Uh, the Helm's Deep, for example, stuff. Like right, that. right. So, who knows? But my guess is it nothing crazy because I mean the Millennium Falcon 
that one's still, you know, upwards of seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. That's that's but it has the most pieces of any exactly Star Wars thing. And then so we, we didn't write it down, but they also did show some of the Han Solo well, specifically from the solo movie, they showed all the characters in Lego form and the new old Millennium Falcon, which looks crispy and not so shit on like Han must have what did Han do to that ship? I yeah, mean it looks sparkling and it's what maybe 10 years is it 10 years yeah it's uh, yeah, we'll, I, we'll find out i mean i guess so. that, that book will, that book will be all about that about yeah his parties his parties um, on the money falcon yeah his dirt baths his mud wrestle parties and kashuk yeah uh do, do you care if i wrap up the lego no the star wars um okay. there's a lot of for the, so for the star wars legos coming out there's nothing really crazy uh, one of the better sets I saw was the Dagobah set, uh, Yoda's hut, Luke doing Jedi training, stuff like that. A lot of the new micro fighters. There's a bunch of those coming out, yeah. and also like those figures, you know, like the K2SO that you have that I have. I don't. I think you bought it. Oh, the build the um, figures. The build the figures. So I love those when they're droids. I don't care about them when they're human. Uh, but there's I more of those troopers though. Some of them. The droids look better. It's the troopers look okay, but I still can't get behind it. I think the droids are amazing looking versus it. Like the Grievous. It's uh it's awesome. True. Uh so yeah, Lego. There's a bunch of Lego Batman movie ones coming out that's gonna be hitting heavy. Uh that's still going, so popular line. Uh moving on to Super Seven. Uh so Super Seven really the thing that I go to them for uh, is Master Universe Collectibles. I actually hit up the store here in San Francisco recently. It was a cool experience. Uh, so they had, there's no new announcements on club figures. They took over that from Matt, the collector, uh, but they did have a display all the figures that are coming out, including the ones that are shipping soon. The first series and then the second series is nearing the end of the full production. Uh, but on display, their new 5.5 inch, like we just were talking about the Savage World, uh, Funko figures yesterday in the classic He-Man, um, look with barbarian new classic He-Man toys. So they're doing uh, a few of those and yeah. the release of the Funko Savage World, who knows, maybe they, you know, got together and talked to the two companies are, are friends. So. Uh, we're getting He-Man, Skeletor, She-Ra, Hordak, Beast-Man, and Man-at-Arms, and maybe more, all in the original look. Even the She-Ra looks like the She-Ra that um, the female figures that came out at that time. So it's really cool to see that. I saw those. They fucking look great. They do. <laughs> they were like, and you know what it is? Is like they look like the old ones, but like the colors are so much more crisp and vibrant, and like just. I saw that Hordak and I was like, God damn it. Like really that takes me back to my childhood. And that's, and that's why I'm such a big fan of these filmation figures. Um, the f- and I really, really, really hope that they do go back and make the f- remake the first line that Maddie did that I didn't get uh, with like He-Man, Skeletor, Beast Man. I really hope they do because I'm buying all of these new ones. Um, Cause like you said, they, 
the sculpting on them are amazing because it's four horsemen in the first place. Um, but the colors, the colors, like they're bright. Uh, they remind you of like not just your childhood, but of that of that cartoon. So I mean, it's it's cool. And now they're even giving you figures at the scale that you grew up with. So I mean, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. It's really cool fan service. Um, and I'm really glad that uh, that a company like Super Seven has the rights to here in. Yeah. And then uh, just wrapping up Super Seven, uh, the reaction line from them has been pretty popular. So we got uh, announcements in, uh, not announcement, just uh, we get to see the new ones that are coming out, uh, including Scareglow, Evil Lynn, Faker, Mechanic, Orko, and Ram Man. So those of you that collect those, they're uh, they're on the way. Can't wait. Yeah, I um, I like Mechanic. <laughs> I like a lot yeah. of these guys, so it's good to see them coming back. Um, all right, so this is a good point to stop for commercial break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you. Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, Tegan? Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! Podcast creators of the Pursuit of Plastic, Gourmet Scum Radio, and those geeks you know. In association with Don'tForgetATowel.com comes Tablet Talk, the podcasting network for all things geekly, from comics to movies to television and more. Tablet Talk is the podcast for your intergalactic geek. Don't forget to travel safe and travel with a towel. We're back after those commercials, and let's get into... Some Mafex. Um, Mafex is kind of weird. Mafex is like Rebel Tech, and they're like Bandai. <laughs> they're a little bit like Hasbro, but they're none of those things. <laughs> they have the same licenses as everybody, but I don't really know how to describe like a Mafex figure that sets them apart. I, you know, to be honest with you, I just I find them at that same level with with figure arts. Um, they just they just don't do it as well. But then all of a sudden, you'll get something like that Ray figure I got last year, and I was really really impressed by that. Uh, I also have the the Batman versus Superman Batman, which I really like a lot. Uh, so I mean, they they interchange well with with figure arts. If if one's not making it, you can get it. You know, that's kind of like. I, that's the kind of way I treat it with that. Maybe I'll dibble and dabble with and get the Mafex Bubba Fett because 
Bandai won't go and make it, you know? Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that's really it. It seems like they'll, so they'll get them because I don't know if there's a Bandai. It seems like Mafex got all the Batman versus Superman figures and Bandai maybe didn't. Like there was a Wonder Woman and there was Armored Batman and stuff. So. I, I agree with that um, because then all of a sudden you saw with Suicide Squad, then then all of a sudden Bandai and Metacom were were competing because that Deadshot figure that we got was Figure Arts, and we, I bought it. You know, we bought it because it went down so much in price. It was like Marvel Legends price. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I'm gonna get this because I was thinking about getting the Metacom uh, one when it was first announced. So oh, go get all these DC movie figures as as Netflix figures, but then. All of a sudden, Bandai jumped on board with it. I don't know. It's weird. So, anywho, um, MAFX um, is releasing Kingsman figures, which are the only p- people making Kingsman figures. Uh, the first one and the only one so far is Eggsy. Um, so, yeah, he comes with a bunch of different accessories, including like his shoes that have little knives coming out of it, and um, the gun, and you know, he's in a Kingsman suit. So, you know, if you're a huge fan of the Kingsman series, this is the only figure you can get right now. (laughs) Check it out. Yeah. um, Yeah, that was interesting. Are you taking this one or am I taking this one? I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, So, Good Smile Company. uh, They did an awesome uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle statue line not too long ago. Stylized, badass looking. Uh, so now they're adding some bad guys to the line, which is awesome because that means people love the look. Uh, and now we're getting Crane, Bebop, Shredder, and Rocksteady. So that's a, that's a great that's a great addition to it, especially if you have the money to shell out for all those. See what I did there? Um, yes, I think Shredder was out. I think he Shredder was, was out previously. I think he was announced last Toy Fair because I remember what happened was. They only had like a couple of them out, the turtles, and then we saw them at Toy Fair. And then I think Shredder was like on the horizon. But the Bebop cool. and Rocksteady are like a cross between the animated series and Out of the Shadows. They're you know super, they're cartoony, but they're realistic looking. Um, Krang just looks fucking badass. So those statues are all fantastic. And if you have the money, the cool thing is is like the turtles all connected. Um, to make like one massive statue, and yeah. I think the bad guys do too. Awesome. Yeah. And also, they're coming out with a cool Batman ninja statue. So I mean, a lot of people are jumping on board with the with this this new movie that's coming out. Uh, so yeah, we'll get a lot of cool looking products from that, including one from this company who know how to do statues. Uh, this, this next little Figma news. So Figma is part of Good Smile Company. Uh, but for some reason, these figures were not announced at Toy Fair. Uh, they're announced at some Winter Wonderland bullshit show. I, I, I'm sure it's, you know, they're kind of competing against Toy Fair in a way, but they showed off these, these Figmas, which included the Ninja Batman, uh, a new Berserk repaint of Guts in his Berserker armor, which I'm going to get my hands on because that's an insane figure. And then also Alien Predator figures. So 
for whatever reasons, not announced at Toy Fair, but uh, on the way from Figma. Yeah, I um, the Alien and Predator, well, specifically the Predator looks really cool. My thing with Figma is it depends on the figure. Sometimes they'll have some QC issues. Um, sometimes they're the best goddamn figure I've ever seen. Like I have uh, Berserk, or not Berserk, sorry, you have Berserk. Um, I have uh, Giver, figure's fantastic. I have um, one of the deluxe uh, Zel- or a Link from Legend of Zelda that's really, really good. Um, trying to think if I have some other ones, but they, you know, for the most part, they, they do a good job, but Figma can be iffy, whereas I find Bandai really doesn't have many QC issues, and Bandai typically tends to be really good at stuff. So, I don't know. Like, the Alien, to me, didn't look anything, like, crazy that I wanted to get it, but the Predator was enough where I was like, eh. And remember, didn't they make Figma Predator before? Don't we? Ha- don't you have those little version ones no those were those were Wolf. no those were figure arts man those oh, were the, okay, those okay. the monster arts okay all right yeah um yeah those were cool. yeah those were the first those were my first dibble dabble into bandai which uh we're gonna be talking right. about next um but you know the thing about figma was like i always wanted to get like that link and i always wanted to get the samus Aran, uh ran from from metroid uh because i've always found those figures were looked really awesome we did actually have the opportunity to play with that link last year mm-hmm. at, at toy fair uh so you know and as long as they're going to keep making these repaint versions of the berserk figures i'll pick them up because a it's really hard to get them at a good price uh that one the guts in his armor i mean it was going on ebay sometimes at three three hundred dollars i mean come mm-hmm. on, if i can get this figure for fifty dollars when it comes out as a repaint um so it's cool. And I do find um, Figma is easier to get on Amazon. Mm. It's really easy to get for the most part at Barnes & Noble. But on Amazon, Figma typically will drop their prices on these figures. You just really have to kind of wait and watch. And eBay, you're going to get fucked with knockoffs yeah. and gougers. For all for all imports, honestly, like your best bet is either pay at full price and go to AmiAmi or uh, what is it Tokyo JP or JP Hobby or whatever you know what I mean like some of the import sites to get these things like so that you know you're gonna get them. But if you want to roll the dice, wait. Uh, Bandai and Figma and all that stuff, you can go on Amazon and if it's a really popular figure. That means they probably made too much of him, and you'll probably be able to do like what Chris said with a dead shot. We got it for twenty five bucks, no import fees. Um, and I've been lucky with that link I got for like twenty twenty five bucks too. But it was a waiting game. It's just how how much do you want it? How fast do you want it? Because at shows you can get lucky sometimes, but they know that it's not easy to get some of these Japanese figures. Um, and they'll sometimes gouge you. So just a rule <laughs> or, you know, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> tips, tips yeah. and tricks. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, and as we move into Bandai next, it's the same thing like with Bluefin distribution. They can, they only get certain things. Uh, you can't get Star Wars uh, figure arts yet. Uh, but as I'm going to mention now, this is the first time that Star Wars, the 112 Star Wars model kits will be getting U.S. distribution. Now, the ships have been very popular amongst collectors and people who like to put that shit together. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so... So the, so the thing you wouldn't want some of these. You just haven't bought them yet because it's another dark path to go on. <laughs> it is. I mean, I got. I have the slave one still sitting in my in my collectible box from yes. Toy Fair. I haven't touched uh, from Celebration. I've touched it, and I mean, and General Grievous is sitting in my Amazon shopping cart for the last six months. So, yeah, if I. <laughs> If I really wanted to, I would jump on this, but I'm still holding out hope that uh, Figure Arts makes a makes a General Grievous, and I don't have to learn how to do weather weather painting apps on on things. Yeah. So, uh, but in terms of what you can get your hands on, thanks to Bluefin, uh, showing off imaginations, Bandai, Figure Arts, uh, we are going to get some Batman Ninja figures, which is a very popular theme. Uh, Pacific Rim. Now, these are very. This is very interesting because, um, in this scale, at this kind of like collector collector level, I think this is the perfect level for these kind of figures. It's, it kind of reminds me of like Gundam Gundam kits. <laughs> in a yeah, way. yeah, and I love Gundam kits. So, yeah, it's. We'll yeah, I think it's it's a good idea for Pacific Rim 2 to go into this scale. Yep. And uh, Justice League are also getting the figure arts treatment. Um, for some reason, people are getting behind making Justice League collectibles. Um, market's out there, I guess. Yes. There's people who like this movie, even though domestically Black Panther passed it in three days. <laughs> It, three or four days it passed what Justice League made in however many months. Here's the thing. Do I need a fucking Steppenwolf? It looks good. The figure looks good. It looks way better than the shit fucking Hasbro put out, or uh, Mattel put out, but it's just like, the movie wasn't that good to warrant anybody needing to get, like, these new these new figures. Like, if you, if I was going to spend any money on Justice League... I would spend money on the Hot Toys version so at least they look more movie accurate. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's just like, where do you have a slew of Wonder Woman figures? They didn't really upgrade her at all. Batman, you know, his tactical armor, I guess. It's not as good as armored Batman from uh, Batman versus Superman. And then Superman's outfit, lame. Cyborg, always lame. The Flash is the only one that maybe would be worth spending some money on, but... I don't know. I don't know who, all these people who got the rights to make license or licenses for these Justice League toys. I don't know. It's not peg warmers because you can't get them in stores, but you're fucking you lost money big time. And I'm sure you secured those rights before the movie came out. But I'm sorry for all of you uh, toy makers because it's a losing market with these figures. They're going to be giving them away as like a four pack when you buy them at a show for like. 50 bucks or something well that's what i was gonna say too i mean keep an eye out on your 
Barnes and Noble clearance rack eventually. Cause I mean, yeah. you'll get your hands on, you can get your hands on figure arts for like sometimes 20 bucks or less. I saw him yeah. in justice and justice Superman from the first game at a Barnes and Noble. I passed it up, but I was like, still would have been worth picking up um, at that price. Yeah. So that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, moving away from those guys. Uh, we're going to go to square Enix. Um, Square Enix also no. Would you say Kai as well for Square Enix? Is that yeah, the same thing? Yeah, Kai Flares Kai is is really their stable. Yeah. Um, now I did I do want to mention though these this first thing that we have on here the Justice League variant. Yeah, you go. I didn't read that. Yeah. So what you had listed on here, you said Justice League. When I took a look at it. I noticed that they're like they're minifigs, um, and I, you know what they really reminded me was those little Marvel build kits. A little bit of that, and that kind of made me think about it. I was like, "What are these?" And so, blind box collecting is all the rave right now for some reason. I hate it because you really want something; it's hard to get. You're gonna pay a higher price on eBay or just to narrow it down. Or you gotta get really good at feeling the packaging. Um, as you're looking for the one you want, but uh, they're Square Enix makes the variant series with their Kai figures. So they're very like artistic and almost anime looking. Uh, so they're shrinking them down into these little uh, sets and it'll be just the, the first one they're doing is the justice league. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, they're also making an X twenty three, you know, which looks crazy. And then the Cyclops, which again we hate Cyclops, but the figure looks pretty badass. Um, I feel like they just tend to like over armor people, and like you said, give them like this weird anime edge to them. So it's basically like you're playing like a Final Fantasy character when you buy these figures a lot of the times. Like, I remember that line that came out uh, last year, I think, at Toy Fair. It was, like, Batman uh, as, like, a Western, like, a gunslinger or something like that, and, like, as a pirate, and, like, they do all these weird things. But, yeah, um, very interesting, you know, Square Enix. They've been doing this for a long time. Um, All right. You want to take this one? Yeah. So, Kochabukiya... That's mostly known for their art effects line. So they, they have tons of different licenses for that. Uh, I think the most popular right now would be, uh, they do a great, I'm not even going to say, I used to collect the DC ones. I love those. They do Star Wars ones. Uh, those are hit or miss. It depends on the face uh, on those. Uh, let's start at the top. Uh, they're, they're doing horror figures. Uh, they showed off a great looking Freddy. I thought it was going to be not as cool as it really looks, uh, when I went in and looked at it, but it's, it's fucking cool. Uh, it's, it's not, they're not trying to be fancy with it. They're not trying to be stylized. It's just, it's Freddy. Uh, and it's. Yeah, they, it is a very good looking figure. Um, they tend to do, and I know you're going to talk about it in just a second, but they do like female versions of all these characters too, in a weird way. So like, I remember there's like this female, um, uh, from star Wars, like a X-wing fighter. So it's like, it's, you it's know, Jaina. 
Is it? Yeah, yeah, right. It is. But they'll also do like this Freddy girl. It's like basically the slutty costumes that you can find at like horror stores and Halloween stores. <laughs> They're slutty versions of Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers. That whole line is called um, Bush, Bushido, something, uh, something like that, meaning pretty girl. Uh, okay. And they actually just started a male line this year, and the first line is Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Uh, and Are they, like, shirtless? I, I, I don't know. I didn't look at it really in, in depth, but maybe you could take a look at it. Um, but that, you know, we'll, we'll move into that, the female line. Uh, they did do that, as you mentioned, the Jason and the Freddy, and now they're doing a female Ash, uh, Pinhead, and also uh, Michael Myers, which hasn't, they were just kind of blacked out, so you couldn't really see that one yet. Um, Pinhead, and but these are all drawings, concept art for them. Uh, okay. So that's, that's cool. Um, uh, still on the horror side of things, we have Leon and Chris Redfield from the Resident Evil movie Vendetta, uh, which was the CGI movie that came out last year. Did you watch that movie? Didn't. I didn't. I I have not watched that one because I keep forgetting about it and, and you just reminded me, but I've watched the other CGI movie and it's fucking badass. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really good. They are, because it's the actual video game as opposed to the Mila Jovovich movies, it's just, it's just fucking cool. It's just like the cutscenes come to life for an hour and a half and it's a lot of fun, so... Uh, thanks for reminding me that. So yeah, those are cool. Those are cool uh, little busts, more like. Absolutely. Uh, and then on the comic side of things, as I mentioned before, I I collected a lot of the DC um, artifact statues. They are actually still doing the line. Uh, I, I did see the the sirens. Um, they have Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and I think a Catwoman coming yeah. out for that. Which is cool, um, but as we mentioned before, here's a whole slew of Justice League movie artifact statues. So everybody's on that bandwagon. Uh, in actually good DC things, uh, we are getting more animated Batman artifact statues uh, with the Joker and Harley this time around. So that's great. I love any kind of depiction of those characters in plastic form. And a surprise, uh, actually here, we love X-Men 92, and we're getting some artifacts, uh, two-packs of the of the team. I, who are they doing? They're doing Cyclops, Jubilee, Wolverine, and uh, Beast, I think. Yep. So, well, however, they're met, matched up in the in the in the two-packs. Um, this is cool. Yeah, like, so these these statues aren't that much money either. I think they're like sixty no. bucks. Yeah, um, they're they're very collector friendly. Typically, they're not that high quality. I I personally feel that sometimes if you're going to spend your sixty dollars, go to DST and buy one of their statues because it's usually in a cooler pose. These are very much like scenes from a comic or scenes from a movie. But I don't know, not not like fun scenes like whereas the dst has like wonder woman like sliding <laughs> with her sword you know that's awesome whereas like yeah. these guys might just do like her just standing there with her shield or whatever so 
you know, it's they're fine for $60. They're fine. But I think it really depends on what you want. Um, you know, some of the stuff, I know they did like a Deadpool. That was really, really cool. So if you're going to buy these guys um, at a show where they're, where they are there, because mm-hmm. you will get them cheap and then you can get them all at Barnes and Nobles as well, or uh, sorry, Barnes and Nobles. And then uh, GameStop, GameStop, probably the biggest. But Absolutely. If you want to get them cheap, get them at the show. Um, all right, moving on Mondo. So, Mondo is something that we cover a lot and don't forget towel.com. I guess they started out more for like artwork and posters. Um, and that's really where Mondo kind of started getting its name. But within the last maybe like four or five years, they've been getting into the collector uh, collectibles realm. Um, they started doing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were badass. Uh, last year they did an Iron Giant, which is just fucking phenomenal. They aren't they doing those one six one six scale massive universe figures too? Oh, you look it up while I talk about this. Yeah, I don't know. It's something uh, insane. But what they are releasing right now is they previous to the show, uh, they announced that they were gonna do um Alucard from uh Transylvania Symphony of the Night as a statue. Um, which is crazy. And then now they announced at the show uh, Rocketeer, um, which really looks fun. Not necessarily movie accurate Rocketeer, more like a comic book cartoon version, but it's really cool. And then also um, Batman, the animated series. Uh, So I would say now these are typically like $400, $500. Like everything from Mondo is expensive, but if you want something to compete with what Sideshow is doing as far as statues go, and um, who's the other one that are doing the turtles that we literally just talked about, Good Smile Company, um, these are up there. Like, these are accurate to the comic, the movie, the cartoon, whatever it is that they're doing in a very, very well-made way. So, but you're going to spend 600 bucks. See, that's it's really cool. You actually mentioned that because um, they are gonna they are making those those Master Universe figures. I think actually, uh, I'm not sure if more were announced or teased, but they were announced last year um, at at San Diego, and they're like, I we're jumping into this this whole side of things. We could compete with we could, we could compete with Sideshow, yeah, um, because we're doing they're doing the same thing we want to do, but we've been doing something really solid for years, and now you know, can we enter the market? Man, you should see, You just go look up those Master Universe. So they're one six scale? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Alright. Well, that's well, that's so weird. Random, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you guys don't know Mondo, I mean, really, we, we do cover them quite a bit. Like, their turtles are $150 a piece. These are one six scale uh, statues, though not like articulated figures. The turtles? No, the He Man ones. Oh no, they are figures. Yeah, they've yeah, they're figures. Okay, so this was announced at twenty sixteen Toy Fair. So maybe 
Oh, and they were on on display last huh. year's San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they're they're actually out. No. How curious. So, yeah, they're badass. That Skeletor is fucking completely epic. Yeah. Right, and so is this one six scale. Batman was also on sale or uh, on display. So these are from San Diego Comic Con that I'm looking at these. So don't know what the holdup is with them actually releasing these guys, but they continue to take them around. But Mondo, I know they did actually release that, um, the Turtles, and they did release the uh, Iron Giant, and those are both really great. So continue to watch them. Um, you want to take this next one? You want me to take this one? Go ahead. I don't, I don't know about this. So Iron Studios, honestly, no idea who they are. Um, and one of the newer names that I've seen, uh, what they are doing is doing statues of specific scenes. So they did a Spider-Man homecoming of Spider-Man. They did a scene with Spider-Man versus, uh, Vulture from Spider-Man homecoming. They did a Black Panther scene with like Killmonger in his Black Panther outfit versus like the women um, fighters. And then they also did the uh, cover for the Dark Knight Returns uh, with Batman and Carrie Kelly, like when they are jumping through the air, which is the one that I really want to have because that's good. I don't know what the price point is on these. Um, I do like that they're cool. I like when things are like interconnected and interlocked like that. So Iron Ironhead Studio or sorry, Iron Studios is another place to um you know just keep on your keep on your radar. And um they do make other it looks like they they actually, you know what? I do know the name. They have made uh statues for Sideshow. They've oh, cool. created the statues for Sideshow. Yeah, I know I've heard of them before. I just Yeah. Yep. So what they're doing for this Okay, I got a little bit more information, sorry, on their website. So what they did for the Black Panther is that they're one tenth scale. There's four of them. It's Black Panther, two of the female fighters versus Killmonger, and you can put them all together. So altogether, $40. Um, they did one for Thor Ragnarok and Thor, it looks like guardians of the galaxy. Um, so it just depends on, it looks like they go from one tenth scale, <laughs> which is crazy all the way up through like these big ass statues that they do through sideshow. So that's, that's who they are. So they've done that one crazy Neil Adams, um, Batman versus Bane which is by them it's $650 on sideshow that's what iron that's what iron studios is known for i guess i've just i forgot that they're kind of part of sideshow wow just like gentle giant you know what i mean yeah. gentle giant hot toys. yeah hot toys so all right sorry going going on chris all right so hiya uh hiya we I've been kind of wondering what happened to their alien and predator line. They were showing off so much from that, from like scale worthy tank and everything. Uh, kind of, I don't know if that hit the market and do well. I don't know. Uh, they're not showing off anything new from that. What they are showing off kind of uh, some concept arc for their 
four inch injustice line. Okay. <laughs> so, sure. Yep. Yep. Exactly. We don't have to really <laughs> or talk about it anymore. But here we go again. Um, okay. Skip on to the next thing. Then. <laughs> yes. Uh, why don't you take this one, Kyoto? Kyoto, aka Reveltech. Um, they came out with three figures last year: uh, Wolverine, a Deadpool, and a Spider-Man. The most articulated figures, I think, of one six scale that I've ever seen. There was a Magneto too. There was a Magneto too. Sorry, I was which was so that. weird. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There was a Magneto too. Um, just crazy articulation, and they. So if you see like pictures of super articulated, like in toy photography groups, you see any four of them, they're probably these Kyoto Rebel Tech figures because they can do anything. Um, so they're going to be doing a Batman and they're going to be doing a Captain America. Batman's cape is its own figure, basically. <laughs> it's got like 20 points of articulation in its own. It, I mean, I can't, I don't know if they have the license for Star Wars, but I'm just thinking of like a Vader to that degree where the cape is just so out of control. Like they kind of did it with um, that knockoff that I bought of a, of a Bandai um, uh, scale model, but it just didn't, it wasn't the same. So anywho, these figures are about 60 bucks. Um, you can get them mostly at shows. You can get them online and you can actually usually like, I found my, my Spider-Man for cheaper. Like I bought it for 60 and then I found it like two months later for like 30 bucks. So because I think people don't know the problem also though is, is that they are some of the most knocked off figures that I've ever seen. And their pieces shatter once you try to touch them. And you really got to kind of pay attention. So make sure it's Kyoto, uh, Revel Tech. Make sure it's not a knockoff. Like I said, if you want the actual one, it's about 30 or sorry, 60 bucks. You can sometimes get it for $30 if you look. Um, again, like on certain toy groups, that's it. Got to roll the dice with those guys. Yep. Um, next up is Beast Kingdom. Uh, so you got you got into these egg figures oh this past God. year yeah. at a celebration. It was kind of like a floodgate opening for you. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about your love of eggs? So Beast Kingdom, um, you know, I, I had seen these things again on toy photography, like Sergeant Bananas and stuff like that, where they takes these little ass fucking figures, um, and they're they're very articulated. They usually light up in some way. Um, they have some pretty cool accessories and they're tiny. They're like uh, five inches and they're just like miniature versions. Um, so like Chris said at Celebration last year, I picked up a Vader. Uh, I picked up a Shadow Trooper and I picked up a Sand Trooper. Um, Iron Man. Oh, yeah. And I picked up an Iron Man. <laughs> now, I will say this. On the market, they are $80 a piece. At least. I happened for some reason at Celebration, Beast Kingdom was there, and I got all four of those figures for eighty dollars. Um, what was that booth? Was it a bluefin? It was they had all blue, that band. It was a bluefin booth. It was right. So they, yeah, so they had all the Bandai there. That's where I got my kit. That's why I was yeah. kind of confused on 
on who made those figures because I assumed it was Bandai for some reason. Nope, Bluefin is the distributor, the American distributor of Bandai in the United States and some of these other guys. Um, so I, I, you know what I mean? Like Beast Kingdom, I actually have not looked on Amazon. I don't know what they're like on there as far as like the market goes. And I've never seen Bluefin. Uh, I don't even think I've seen Bluefin at a toy fair. Have you? No, uh, because they're distributing. They're just, they're there to buy the product. Right. So, yeah, I'm looking on Amazon right now. And as far as the Beast Kingdom toys, like the Vader that I got, which is a previous exclusive, is $50 on there. Um, the Iron Man that I got is $80. No, I'm sorry. Blue, Bluefin is at Toy Fair. They're the ones where who actually have all the Bandai and stuff on display. Okay, yeah, you're right. So talked to that guy last year. Yeah, they're called Egg Attack figures. Just get them at a show because on Amazon, A, they're very limited, and B, they're double the price that they should be. So, anywho, they're making now going forward uh, Thor Ragnarok um, and Hulk. They're making Black Panther. They're making Baymax from Big Hero 6 and Boba Fett. Um, they're releasing figures of all that, uh, which is... Awesome. <laughs> I need that Boba Fett so bad. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and there's like three different versions of the Boba Fett. So pretty cool. Of course. Because they is. usually do like a gold plated version. Oh, you know, okay. They're that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. Yep. Yeah. And then uh finally This um, this is what you were talking about with the Steppenwolf figure. Um this is the one? You tell me what yeah, this is. Yeah, because Bandai is not making the Steppenwolf. Um, okay. This series, I don't know, because it's dynamic action, action with an eight C-T-I-O-N heroes, dynamic action heroes by Beast Kingdom. Now, are these eight-inch figures, um, I'm going to assume, with the eight in there? Nah, that's, my, that's my detective work for today. But they're doing an entire... Justice League movie line of figures, including a Steppenwolf. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> sure. Which one do you buy, Casey? Which one do you buy? Right. I yeah, tend to I, buy the Mezco. So. Yeah. It's just, you know, I, you know, fucking Steppenwolf. Um, all right. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, it was the, it was the worst. It really was horrible. All right. Let's move on to the last. Uh, thing. Ah, uh, these these Asmus one six scale figures. Yeah. Amazing. You, you um, get it, or you get it? <laughs> we can just kind of talk about it. Uh, I know that there were some Lord of the Rings one six scale figures hitting the market. Uh, they were in pre order on on the Facebook groups. Um, this is different. Or the same. They look, These are they the same. Different. They, they are, are the same. So they are the same. So there was a Gandalf that was released, and a uh, Legolas, and I believe an Aragorn. Now we're getting more. We're getting Boromir. We're getting some of the Hobbits. Uh, we actually might get the entire Fellowship, though. I don't remember seeing a Gimli. Um, I know. Di- no, I only saw Nazgul too. That was. Oh Jesus Christ! Well, yeah. So. Uh, so here's the thing with some of these other one six scale people that are not hot toys 
And Hot Toys are the best, even better than Sideshow. Um, Quantum Mechanics, which we talked about in the first episode, does some pretty good Star Wars ones. They do look really good. Um, Star Trek. Jeez, now I'm screwing up. Um, pretty good. Uh, Blitzway, they have their uh, Ghostbusters, which do look amazing, and they have a lot of different accessories. Um, Asmus, they, these Lord of the Rings look great. Who was that one? Remember when we were looking at the James Bond ones? That was another kind of weird company that was doing a one that to is scale. A, that scale. is a UK company, and I can't tell you which one it is. I know Blitzway has also done. They did Fight the Club. Fight Club. There's another company, but the figures look like shit, which is why I didn't even bring it up. But there's another company that's doing Batman Begins that they showed stuff at Toy Fair. Um, another one six company. They just look bad. I mean, they just look horrible. So now, I didn't even talk about them. Now with Sideshow though, they get rights to distribute a lot of these too. Because like you couldn't you order the James Bond figures on Sideshow? You could, but I think again. It depends on the quality because those James Bond figures look great. Right, right, right. I think they don't put out shit-looking figures. Right. I bet you they probably kick themselves in the ass that they didn't get those Blitzway Ghostbusters toys because that's right up their alley. Um, right. And everybody says that Tyler Durden is the most amazing. Jeez. Oh, well, we saw it at Toy Fair last yeah. year. It really oh, did look yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so then Asmus is doing Lord of the Rings, and they're also doing Devil May Cry from that Capcom series. Um it looks good. So they they look good. They look, you know, their face sculpts are pretty good. The problem is, is like their bodies and like their hand sculpts are not that good compared to the other guys. But if you just want a figure that looks movie accurate and you, it's in that scale, it's in they're cheaper. They're like one hundred and fifty dollars as opposed to two thirty nine. So you're you're getting what you paid for. Cure poison. Yep. Um, but so yeah, I mean, overall, this toy fair had a lot of crazy stuff. Um, Ghostbusters, Justice League, uh, bringing back X Men the animated series. I don't think we said it, but like in Hasbro, um, we're also going to be seeing like Bishop from X Men the animated series uh, recreation of that Toy Biz toy that I still have on my shelf upstairs. The that six inch one that we had. Or the original, original one. No, original 3.75. Because I remember when Toy, Toy Biz made a six-inch Marvel Legend of that figure. I love that did. figure. Yes. They, and they did the variant with the bald one, too. Yes. Um, but, like, here it is. I mean, here's Hasbro making all all of your Toy Biz figures basically irre- irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> because now they're just updating them all. So yeah. it's like, But that's the point point right i mean what's super seven doing with your your uh you know your masters of the universe line so different different (laughs) well they're doing it better but um, no no i mean it is different from what they're doing um because you know i i basically got rid of all my hasbro figures right they're gone uh well toy biz you know a lot of them are a lot of them are gone but a lot of them are being remade when you look at now and we mentioned like how maybe Playmates should do this collector line. These like a lot of these collector lines, they don't go they don't go back and redo things. Um, you have really really good quality now these days, um, and I think that's I think that's the best thing about being a collector. So 
I think so too. Um, so I, I think that this year, uh, what what was the the big reveal that you were impressed with the most out of the two episodes that we did? Which is the one where you go, I have to shell out money for this figure. Uh, I could probably give you. I'm gonna give you three. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. I that John Stewart. Uh, Mesco 112 gets me. Definitely, I'm getting that the minute it goes up. Um, yep. That and Blade, those those two. I mean, my new Blade was coming. So, uh, the real Ghostbusters select toys, I have to get them. And um, I would say, you know, I would say that the Apone, the Kenner Apone that we've been waiting for. Um, I didn't think that we would be getting the counter colors right out of the gate, um, and I'm happy for that. So I knew that I knew that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, and a Toys R Us exclusive Zuckus, because I think that's funny that everybody was like, "What? What the fuck?" Whenever I collect, finish these bounty hunters, right? <laughs> so. I I'm gonna say the blade from Mezco. Uh, it's it just. We needed it. You know what I mean? Blade doesn't get enough love um, in toys, which is unfortunate, but that that he did. And I'm excited about that. Um, The real Ghostbusters from Diamond Select. Again, a toy line that I had pretty much every figure of when I was a kid. You know, great cartoon. Love the movies. I have to get that. And then um, it's it's a toss-up because I I do love that Apone. I also love that there's Borderlands figures coming out because I really want to get my my guy, um, my sniper there. <laughs> so like that's up there. But then probably if I have to say it at the end of the day, it's probably going to be those Pan's Labyrinth Guillermo del Toro figures <laughs> because when the fuck did I ever think we'd be seeing those? Um, didn't think it was yeah, going to be a thing. So and. This is the problem with being a toy collector. There's so much stuff that gets announced, and it's really, it's it's hard. It's it's really hard to decide what to throw your money at when you're when you're trying to just be a be a simple collector or a good collector. <laughs> right. To to be a a conscientious collector. Let's yeah. say that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you can you know follow uh, pursuit of plastic. Um, you know, we try to come out with these episodes when we can, um, because we do know that some of you guys are, are hardcore collectors, uh, toy collectors like ourselves. Um, you can always follow our Instagram feed at Pursuit of Plastic, um, you know, which links to the Twitter, which links to the Facebook. It's all there. But, you know, these these episodes come out when they can. But obviously, we is it's part of the Tolerate Talk uh, podcast nation <laughs> you can you can always listen to us on itunes as well as stitcher or anything else on android if you listen to us on itunes rate review us all that fun stuff and where can you find all of our news stuff well i just i want to mention that you know we've been trying to incorporate a little segment of of the pursuit of plastic into our regular towel i talk podcast mm-hmm. uh we've been pretty pretty you know good about that lately, so. yeah. uh, We'd love to do more of these kind of episodes, but you know, it's it's always there uh, at least twice a month for you for a little little rant and raving. Uh, but you know, go check us out at don't forget a towel.com. 
uh, your your everyday source for news, reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, this is Casey saying, keep keep the collecting alive. And this is Chris. Happy hunting. <laughs>